Hello and welcome back to another Desi podcast. That's right. I'm saying the name at the start again, you motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> I was so confused I at what podcast we were recording all these weeks. I, was, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Also, swearing right off the top is always a good idea for uh, <laughs> YouTube monetization. <laughs> Just kidding. I never upload to YouTube anyways. Um, <laughs> we're never going to make money off this shit. Yeah. Come on. So, welcome to the podcast. Um... We got quite a bit of info to go through again, because, you know, last week was such a light week. Uh, so we got the TWAB, then we're going to go through the the Void uh, deep dive, whatever that uh, Bungie posted on the site. But before we do all of that, the most important part, OG Mao, welcome to the podcast. Hello, it's great to be on. Yeah, Thank man. you for joining. Um, OG Mao's been a... Uh, uh, a long-time friend of ours in Destiny, especially, you know, we've been playing with him for a bit, but this is the first time he's been on a podcast, and we kind of wanted to... Wait. Is that true? Is what true? Was he... This is the first time you've been on the podcast, right? Yes. Okay, yes. I think we were... I think before we were like, oh, we should try to get him on, because you had just started playing, more or less, but then that right. never ended yeah, up yeah. happening. Yeah. But now, it's been a little while uh, uh, that you've been playing destiny so i'd love to know kind of like what your main uh class and subclass and kind of play style is if you are willing to share that information with the listeners uh yeah i uh i predominantly play a solar warlock um uh-huh. and play style i'd say somewhat suicidal <laughs> Do not he, think uh, very little strategy. Just throw myself at a problem until it's resolved. Yeah, <laughs> he fits right in. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite weapon or anything, or or, or exotic armor that you use? Uh, that's uh, that's a bit more. That's a tough one. <laughs> um, I can't hitting think of one the, off the top no. of my head. Hitting, hitting him with the hard questions right yeah. off the what, bat. What subclass do you usually run? Uh, I normally run. Uh, oh shoot! Um, one of the flying ones, right? Yeah, one of the flying ones. Those <laughs> yeah. Are the um, uh, yeah, no, I, I tend to. I can't remember which one it is. Is it top tree or bottom tree? Uh, bottom tree for okay. the top tree. Soul blood. Don't know. Dawnblade? Nope. Dawnblade is still D one. <laughs> um, I, I can't call it anything but a Dawnblade. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know any of the names for the hunter either. I just know top tree, middle tree, bottom tree, and that's <laughs> that's that's what I call them. Yeah. Also, hello Sun-singer. to dolls and Oz. Dolls and Oz in chat. I like that. Um. <laughs> okay. Uh. So I guess why don't we start off with the usual? Uh, Cole, how was your week? Exciting. Uh-huh. Mainly just because of all the destiny shit that's been happening, I've been uh, I've really been I've been looking forward to this episode because of all of the information that we've been getting, uh, the amount of hype that's been ramping up towards Witch Queen. Uh, I was quite surprised that they didn't actually do the um, story uh, mission. Yeah, that they didn't do the story mission this week. That they were leaving it to one week before um, the Witch Queen. Yes, I agree. So I mean, it kind of I mean it kind of makes sense to me, but uh, we can maybe get into that a little bit later. But as far as my week has been. Uh, not bad. Honestly, just been helping Lady Cole uh, edit her her final uh, her final paper for her master's degree. So, just been 
kind of focusing on that. I saw okay. some friends uh, yesterday. It was a pretty big social day yesterday, actually. It was nice. Uh, but yeah, Ojimao, how's uh, how, how's your week been, buddy? Not bad. Pretty quiet. Uh, went into a professional sports game on Friday for the first time in since the pandemic started. And that sports. Sports. That that was fun. It was good to get out and see all that stuff. Knew a couple people playing on the team, so that was that was weird, but cool. How'd they do? Um, it was the uh, it was the MLR uh, rugby game between the Toronto Arrows and the uh, LA Guillotines, and Toronto oh, wow. lost. Quite oh really? They they were winning in the first half, and then in the second half, it just did not go their way. Hmm. All right then. Guillotines. Weirdest rugby team name I've ever heard. The Guilty Knees? Guilty Knees. It's named after a oh. yet-to-be-released cocktail by the parent company. Oh, that's weird. Also, sorry, my audio suddenly changed. No, you're fine. That's... Huh. Okay. I thought you said the the Guilty Knees. Yeah. I was like, why, why them knees guilty? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's a, club, a, a, a rugby club in the world called the Guilty Knees, but no. The Guilty Knees. <laughs> guilty like Knees. Martin. Okay. Oh, Martini, got it. Yeah, now it's all it's all starting to come together. Yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> cool, nice. And, um, uh, hmm? No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, Newt, what you what you been up to? Well, you've you've abandoned Destiny once again. Yes, I have because Lost Ark came out, um, which is awesome. I love it. It's an amazing game. Um, I imagine my playtime will taper off quite drastically once Witch Queen is out because Destiny is my game. But uh, I, I'm kind of using these couple weeks of, of, of waiting for Witch Queen to play a lot of Lost Ark, which, if you don't know, is a Korean MMO that just got a North American and European release. So what's really nice is it's a full game. It's, it's a finished game. So even though it's just been produced in these areas, all the... You know, the gameplay is not fucked as most AAA games being released nowadays are <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, they had a, quite a bit of an issue with not having enough servers, especially for the European uh, area. So that was kind of a pain point. But other than that, like, I haven't had any issues playing it at all. Um, it's a huge fucking game. It's really fun. I definitely recommend taking a look at it. I well, because you, you said it's free, right? But then you yeah, the yeah, the free, yeah, the free launch just occurred, which is part of the reason why all of a sudden their servers just got fucking swamped. It actually surpassed, I don't know if this is still the truth, but it surpassed um, CSGO, and it had, I think it was, I'm kind of remembering this off the top of my head, so it might be wrong, but it's at, at least kind of close. It gives the idea of how well this, this has been proceeding. It was like the second game to exceed a million players on Steam. Or something mm -hmm. like that. I can't remember exactly, but it's okay. had a lot of people playing. Um, so I've been having a lot of fun with that game. And other than that, just work and hmm. enjoying the nice weather. The balmy four degrees here, so pretty nice out though. Yeah, it's no, it it, it is. It's it's four degrees, but it's very sunny. Oh, actually, it's up to seven degrees now. But it's also very Cel sunny. Celsius. So. For, for yes. Celsius. Yeah. Um, oh, God. No, I just remember something from Saturday that I've got complaints about. Okay. But, Same uh, Celsius? Sorry? Same Celsius? 
<laughs> yeah, I hate Celsius. Why don't we go to the Imperial system? No, um, the fucking three dumb convoy. Oh, yeah, the, uh, that's a whole the, thing. The Flu Trucks clan, yeah, they, they started up their shit right around the time that I was uh, hanging out with my friends, and that was, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, not, 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 not too impressed right now, but by yeah. all of that. Yeah. But, yeah, I just seriously enjoying the sun. It's so yes. awesome. <laughs> I I spent a lot of time yesterday outside. It was a, a great time. Um, other than that, just trying to keep afloat amongst all of the bungee news that's coming out lately. There's a lot of it. Um, like you open a closet and you just get bombarded. Yeah, by Tupperware. Except the Tupperware is bungee news. Um, I guess. Tell that be our transition. Sure, <laughs> Segue. Why not? Close enough. We've, we've had better. We've had worse. Yeah. We um, we have had much worse. Um, well, actually, no, I, I will say because uh, like one of the reasons that I did want to bring Oji Mound onto here was because he's our uh, he's our our guy who's not necessarily a new light anymore. But you're also uh, like you're you're not a new light, but you're also not like a an age aged veteran like like Newton and I are. Um, so what like what like what are your opinions on Destiny as a whole right now leading up into one of the biggest expansions that they've that they've ever had? I uh, because of when I joined, like I, I I joined during the season of the Chosen, so uh, fairly recently. Um, uh, I because I wasn't around to see it like pre Beyond Light. I don't know how it kind of it stacks, but. There's a lot of news coming out, but in game, I don't see anything like unless you're paying attention to like the out of game stuff, like the uh, like promotions on YouTube or social media and stuff. I, I'm you're not really seeing it. I'm finding once you've kind of completed the season of the uh, the Lost, I, I don't. It's kind of been dead space in the game. I've found at least, but I'm I yeah. Knowing okay. you has led to uh, knowing you, Cole, has led to me doing a bit more of a delve into what, uh, like all the promotional stuff, and and oh, I'm I'm very eager to see what happens in Witch Queen. That's uh, well. So so what I'm what I'm getting from this is that I I, I was the guy in the alley said, "Hey, here, kid, here, kid, first hits free." <laughs> yes, you were the questionable influence that pulled me into this. First time, first time I've been called a questionable influence. Yeah, look at me getting up there in the world. But no, I'm I'm glad you're looking forward to it because it's, oh my god, there's so much story that's going to be happening with this expansion. Oh, there's oh, so I... much that's changing. I mean, the game itself is changing as a whole. I have a question. So I already main void, so I know that next season that is going to continue. Um, right. But OG Mao, if you because you, you say you main Solar Warlock and Cole, you kind of dabble with everything um, except, for, except for warlock yeah well i mean <laughs> in terms of titan subclasses oh yes um, yeah, yeah. are do you guys think that you're going to be swapping to and focusing on void subclass next season or will you continue with what you're comfortable with i'll let ojimao answer that first because i'm sending a message at the moment <laughs> okay well the uh, uh me being a solar main has kind of been a recent change i, I ran void as my primary Oh. element for a really long time yeah and it's just been more recently where i you know i've got better guns and 
uh, uh, better armaments that kind of fit into having one of every element in the yeah. in the uh, arsenal when you're going through stuff. So it's just I've kind of taken to solar, and that's kind of where I'm just uh, sitting right now with my primary weapons. But I, I'm definitely going to be going back to going back and playing around with void because gotcha. I'm. I liked what happened. I, I liked how stasis was set up, and I yeah. was really, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they do, how they kind of shift it, void into being the same setup. For sure. Yeah, um, with all like the the aspects and fragments and everything, that's going to be really interesting to see where they go with that. Well, while you answer, I have to go let my dog in. Sure, for sure. Uh, so I actually main void as a kind of a, on principle. Like I've I go between uh top tree and middle tree, uh code of the commander. Well so it's code of the commander and then on, yeah, right, you, other... you predominantly run like a protection titan kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, like well, whenever it comes down to it, like like whenever we're doing raids or like a uh, high level nightfalls or anything, I always run bubble titan just so that I can give people that ward of dawn as a as as like a fallback point if they need it and also gives us like that that damage boost which is i i've, I've always found is just phenomenal like I've, I've loved that um for a long long time now so i'm probably gonna stick with void for a while but i also oh man i really enjoy all the light subclasses in for titans i rarely if ever play stasis on my titan or just ever at all um so I'm just I'm just stoked on the changes that they're making for um uh for, for the void classes. So I don't think much is gonna change for me. Yeah. For my gameplay. Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous because I just found like my favorite build in a long time with the uh Omniculus because I finally got it to drop. Oh um, that's right, yeah. And like it is a little funny because, you know, we'll go into this later, but the you know the whole idea of the hunter in the upcoming 3.0 is for void is that um <laughs> everything works together to keep you invisible all the time or as much as mm -hmm. possible so you're like invisible sneaking up on an enemy kill them and something about that kill the way you do it or the way you go about it either makes you invisible or refreshes something that makes you invisible but I already do that. <laughs> but yeah. that being said, I have to use an exotic for that, whereas it sounds like maybe it'll be more of just... Uh, uh, it's more intrinsic. Uh, intri in thank you. That was exactly the word I was trying to remember. Intrinsic to the subclass in, in 3.0. Mm -hmm. so. We'll see. I've, maybe it'll let me expand my exotic horizons and I can play around with some different exotics. Yeah, like in that same vein... Um because i want to be able to play around with more exotics while still playing like ojima mentioned that protector class yeah. and so it seems like that's they're they're really going to be leaning into that whole wow where, where is it like into that whole role for yeah. um uh for for the titans like the titans the the water dawn can now uh be almost instantly activated while also becoming the fastest super cooldown tier for ease of access um so it makes a uh, ward of dawn an even more powerful defensive yeah. tool um, Shall I start reading through the TWA? Because we're already kind of discussing things. We might as well. So, yeah, well, so. let's get through the TWA kind of quick. <laughs> and then that'll let us deep dive into the, the Void 3.0, which I feel like we all kind of just want to do anyways. Um, mm -hmm. So the TWA is kind of nice because it kind of summarizes um, 
what's going to be in the Void 3.0 details. Um, so we can kind of get an overall idea and then we'll, we'll, we'll deep dive into it. Um, right. So, Void 3.0, the introduction of aspects and fragments. First introduced in Stasis, this offers players, sorry, yeah, this offers players more options to choose from, choose from with how they take the battle. Aspects are class-specific items that players can choose when using their revamped Void abilities. Fragments are non-class-specific perks that are there as additional enhancements to how gameplay feels. Um, so, for example, on Hunter, in Stasis, Shatter Dive is an aspect, and then um, different things that interact with uh, Stasis overall are fragments. I can't think of a good example of that one. But um, <laughs> uh, Titans. Ward of Dawn can now be, you just said this one, uh, yep. almost completely instantly activated uh, and also inflicts cooldown. Sentinel Shield will still let Titans harness their inner Captain America with Throne Shield, providing ranged damage as the Shield Bash grants a full overshield. Titan aspects include Controlled Demolition, Bastion, and Offensive Bulwark, all of which can be found in the full blog post here. I am um, so excited for that. So if they can combine the... Um... If they can combine the control demolition with that little thrown sentinel shield, it's gonna it's incredible. Yeah. Cause the issue with it right now is that uh, I guess it's it would it's kind of trading one for the other. Cause it's if you throw a grenade, uh, and and it does damage and it and it creates that control demolition. But if the shield bounces between enemies and procs that control demolition on all of them, it's just gonna be a little little bit quicker and a little bit more viable, which I'm very excited to see. Uh, for hunters. Hunters will still be the epitome of stealth, now with even more control over what their enemies see or don't see. Phobia's Quiver, oh, I'm excited for these changes. Phobia's Quiver changes, will fire off a volley of three arrows that can track targets and make them volatile when tethered. Deadfall will you will see the Void Anchors pull in enemies to desired location from service and target impact. Snare Bomb Melee will also do more to weaken opponents, particularly in PvP when it removes an enemy's player's HUD and obstructs their in-game view. Hunter aspects include Trapper's Ambush, Vanishing Step, and Sal's ex Executioner. Also, I just remembered this. I'm going to mention it quick, even though I'm going to try to keep most of my comments for the deep dive. Um, yeah. And Oh, and I highly recommend you go listen to this as well in the latest... Um, oh my god. Destiny Community Podcast episode. They had some um, developers on from Bungie. Oh, did they? And they said that and this is the probably the thing I'm most excited for. Now, when Tether hits an enemy, it immediately suppresses them rather than it having to be an arrow that turns into a ball that reaches out and tethers enemies and then suppresses enemies. Mm, now, yeah. the arrow is actually what, when it hits, is actually what procs that suppression. That's going to well be such tether. a nice change. So no longer am i going to like hit someone with my super in, in pvp and they just kind of casually float away in it in their super and just kill me <laughs> straight up that right. happens like 90 percent of the time that i use tether um that's really savage warlock i just realized that's how the tether worked yeah tether I, is kind of like garbage tier right now it's really <laughs> it's bad and also i mean part of it is also like it's not their fault like because it's just latency as well like anytime you have something that takes moments to activate, it's gonna get fucked over by people's connections. <laughs> mm 
um, warlocks. Uh, float, float like a warlock, sting like a bee. Because Void 3.0 fine-tunes what makes warlocks so valuable and makes them truly a force to be reckoned with. Nova Warp Super with the Vortex Super Enhancement allows players to teleport efficiently to unleash the ultimate void attack while drawing enemies in and trapping them within a web of damage. Nova Bomb with the Cataclysm Enhancement allows for more control when Warlocks are on the hunt for enemies to take out, particularly in PvP instances, and detonations will disperse into smaller tracking tracking. Smaller tracking track. tracking projectiles? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Shoot the Nova Bomb and it'll also detonate early. Oh, that's interesting. That's in the game already. Oh, is it? Yeah. Void oh. 3.0 melee with pocket singularity unleashes void that detonates when near foes, making them volatile while controlling their position in relation to the blast zone. Warlock aspects include Chaos Accelerant, Feed the Void, and Child of the Old Gods, which is probably the best name in Destiny ever. Yeah, Child of the Old Gods is pretty cool. <laughs> it's going to be a little a little void buddy that, what, what does it do? Like, like, as soon as you start shooting an enemy, it'll track to that enemy and start doing damage to them? Uh, yeah, I believe Something it like heals that? you as well at the same time. We'll find out. Oh, interesting. Um, in the closer look. Hmm. Um, what about new lights? Well, that's a good question. Glad you asked. New lights for well, new yeah, players. We do have a new light coming in pretty soon, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as we refer to them in Destiny Community, will be able to learn, sorry, earn their first aspects and fragments during the new light campaign. During the Schism mission, players will acquire a new quest called Learning Light that teaches them more about their subclass abilities. More aspects and fragments can be unlocked by visiting Ikora in the tower. In addition, oh, are we are we going to recognize the name of that schism? Uh, yeah, the schism. Isn't that something that already exists in the game? Nope. I... That, uh, the the definition for a schism, I believe, it's it's like a violent, um, like a violent partition. Not partition. Hold on. Uh, let, let, let me look this up. To be honest, when I when I read through this, I just assumed that the first like the I think I assumed the new light mission was called schism. That's why they say it's during the schism mission players will quest. Maybe, yeah. Well, it's a split or division between strongly opposed sections or parties, uh, or parties caused by differences in opinion or belief. Oh, so maybe finally we might get a resolution to the allegiance quest line. That'd but, be cool. Yeah, I don't know what that is, but oh. that sounds cool. <laughs> um, really uh, the allegiance, yeah. The, the allegiance quest line was a um, God. It was a quest line way back in season of the Drifter. And basically, it um, you had to choose an allegiance between the Vanguard and the Drifter, and supposedly it would have like big ramifications on the story going forward. It just changed a couple of dialogue options in Gambit, and that was it. Really quick, for dolls in yeah. chat, uh, as he pointed out, there are certain letters in the TWAB that are highlighted yellow, and he was wondering if that's a secret message. Here, <laughs> I will show you. So far, I think there's been an I and a W that have been highlighted. They're links, and if you click on them, Takes you this this picture and this picture. <laughs> They're um, dogs. <laughs> it's just something that they've done. Um, um okay. In addition No but I I W Infinity Ward con confirmed. We're going yeah. back to Infinity Ward boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh new characters have also had their starting subclass experiences changed. Not only will new Hunters and Titans be starting with the Void subclass instead of Solar or Arc, all classes will now start with Void subclass abilities intended to be more friendly and appealing to new players. I really like all this. They're just doing a really good job. Of, like, I mean, the whole New Light experience is terrible still. Or, well, not the best. Is it? <laughs> it's not the best. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, it's not as bad as it used to be where it was just like, here you go, here's the game. 
<laughs> have fun. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, what was your new light experience like, Ojamal? I can't even remember, honestly. Were you... Did you play Forsaken? Well, uh, well, that that was one of the DLCs which I, I could get, but uh, no, it was the um... oh, which was it? Over. Was it the mission where you like run around the Cosmodrome and find like parts for your? Sh yeah, yeah, you deal with like yeah, Shahan that... and you, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, that, that was that was the one. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I, as I, this is actually something. Uh, I, I recently I convinced a buddy of mine to start playing uh, Destiny. And the fool. The fool. He's yet to he's yet to play with Cole and get the lore dump. So, yeah. um, but uh, I, I said I'd run through it with him. You know, start a, start a new class to you know so he had some so he could try and figure uh, so I could talk him through the early points. And I forgot how confusing it was. Yeah, like if if you don't come in knowing what you know after running through it, you're kind of running around with the chicken with your head cut off. I found like there, it's set up that you do provide information, but you don't know exactly what to do with all of that information. Yeah, basically, it like just drops you into a store, a quick story mission, right? And then it just lets you loose into the whole world and you're like what the mm -hmm. fuck are strikes what's crucible what's gambit <laughs> what yeah. are all these different seasonal activities that exist what do i need to purchase to unlock what <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's a it's a bit overwhelming um and uh my buddy he doesn't play all that much and so he's every time he comes back to it, he's just like i have no idea what's going on yeah. still as he's trying to, he basically is trying to catch up every time. And now that doesn't say anything about the game necessarily, but it's a, uh, it's a lot over initially. There's, it, the initial story is great. It, it gives you an idea of like how controls work, activities that happen in certain look in in like, in certain locations, how strikes work, but nothing beyond that. Right, uh, like it teaches you the mechanics, but not necessarily. The actual game itself <laughs> yeah yeah and then after you complete that story that first story mission you're kind of just plopped into the world and it's like you can do whatever you want it's like for some people that's great for other people it's just like i need just a bit of direction yeah fantastic yeah you, kind of you can do whatever you want how do i do that and you don't necessarily have any direction after you've completed the um the risk runner quest line like that's basically the last Thing if you're if you're not playing seasonal or DLC content, yeah, right. Oh yeah, I forgot that the Risk Runner was like the introduction to exotic yeah. quests. If you're just playing like the base free level of the game, there's nothing like being like, oh, here, like here's a taste of what you can find. You know, go to these places, look mm -hmm. into like here's the lore, here's different stuff. It's just kind of like, well, that was the story. Good luck. <laughs> Enjoyed it. Now go go do whatever you want. Yeah, that was the story. Now go kill God. <laughs> um, so to help with all that, hunters are now going to have. Actually, you know what? I won't bother reading through all these, but they just like they said. All classes will now start with void subclass abilities intended to be more friendly and appealing to new players, and just like basic, easy to understand abilities that uh, you can kind of just jump into a game and figure it out. 
Well, that's um, kind of them. Okay, this is something I'm very excited about. The Legendary Campaign. Um, yeah. So I'm what is, really looking forward to this. Yeah. What are the main rewards of completing missions at Legendary Difficulty? We've got double chest rewards offering one to three extra chests per mission. Each chest will give you Whirlpool gear, XP, upgrade modules, and glimmer. Legendary players will be able to earn Throne World armor and unlocks at a faster rate. Basically, higher the risk means higher the reward, especially when getting to the new power level soft cap in the Witch Queen. Uh, I like this. Like, you can basically speedrun the campaign if you want to, like, if you want to take a chance on playing the legendary version of it. And yeah. not not not, not speedrun the campaign. I should say speedrun uh, level advancement. Yeah, which um, is nice. Unique rewards. Um, completing all missions on Legendary will award players with the following: new emblem, a triumph, a set of gear twenty above the soft cap, eight mm. upgrade modules, uh, new wow. Witch Queen exotic armor, and exclusive bungee rewards. Um, hmm. It is okay. They say to set difficulty expe expectation. The legendary campaign is designed to be harder than a legend Nightfall, though it is easier than a solo dungeon or running a Grandmaster Nightfall. Enemies are really? more difficult and more aggressive. They have higher damage resistance and are more of a challenge to stagger. And shields are stronger uh, to unmatched damage types. The challenge of legendary also comes from switching up enemy interactions and infiltration, like swapping out an elite boss. Uh, sorry, an elite or a boss, or having an influx of more red bar foes. Um, so you have options, is what I'm hearing. Like you, you can customize the experience a little bit. No, I think they're saying this is like they they have done this. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Each mission caps your power, similar to the raid contest mode. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, so that all guardians have an even playing field. Um. The mission launch street will have a skull displaying each mission's max effective power. If you're under level, be prepared for a bit of a tough fight. Um, okay. Okay, well, I'll just finish it and then we can talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Mighty of Fortune Battle, but is that way for solo players? But is it that way for solo players too? Uh, we've had a lot of aspirational content in the past, but Legendary gives us a chance to give solo players more equal footing with those that opt into playing with a fire team. Enemy damage and health scales to match your fire team, though it won't be one to one, because triple, sorry, triple the boss health isn't fun. <laughs> even still, it will be enough to keep even a veteran trio on their ornamented toes. We also did want to trivialize darkness encounters compared to solo play, so you're limited to one revive per player for each darkness zone and a shared timer for forty of forty seconds before an automatic wipe happens. We've said it time and time again, but you have to. You've got to stay close to your friends and be ready to and able to pick them up when they fall. Hmm. Um, so that so it so once somebody goes down, there's going to be forty seconds where you have to revive them or it'll wipe all of us. Sounds like it. Hmm. Okay. I'm actually kind of into that. Yeah. Um. For those folks that find the difficulty of legendary too overwhelming, there's an option to leave a mission and relaunch it through classic Destiny Two Seven. Um, hmm. Now, does that mean that if you now? I, I don't know if it says this in it, but does that mean that you can run it as a normal desk, as a normal campaign and then come back and be like, that was fun. I want to do it again, but a harder difficulty. Or is it like once you're done it, you're done it? Yeah. No, uh, I, th I think you're, you're going to be able to replay it. For those who want more of a challenge later, we've added notes to replay any of the Witch Queen campaign missions on Classic or Legendary anytime. 
after Perfect. you've beaten the mission once. So, well, I'm glad that my question led into that. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> I'm guessing that, um, like, if you drop it down to normal, you know, like even if it's just one mission that you'll have that you have to do on normal, you're not gonna get all of the unlocks, like the 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 rewards for finishing the legendary campaign until you go back and finish that mission on legendary. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I would yeah. guess. Um, yeah. so, uh, yeah. This I'm excited to just hop into this right away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm definitely gonna just go legendary right away. Oh, are you? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Well, I guess I don't have a choice because we always do the the campaign yeah. missions together. Yeah. <laughs> on release. So. Um. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> uh, I'm curious to see how difficult it is. I think it'll be doable but oh it'll definitely be doable yeah i kind of i think the reason i'm most excited is that like nowadays usually you kind of just blitz through the campaign pretty quick yeah you definitely do which so, i mean that's i guess that's fine but i'm kind of excited for it to be uh, more of a halo like experience yeah where we can go back in and um redo those missions if we want to yeah oh that will be cool yeah because, I mean, I remember like one of the best things of, of the Halo 3 campaign, in my opinion, was being able to go back and do that second-to-last mission, where you, like, the, the mission right before the Warthog run. Um, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but you start off um, walking out of a crashed Pelican. So, anyway, like my, like my brother, my brother, um, what, 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 are we, what are we calling him these days? Car? <laughs> yeah. um, he and I, we replayed that mission so many times, just because it was so fun, and this is the first time that we're going to be able to do that in Destiny. Yeah. Seven years later. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm you know. excited for the campaign to be a little bit more of a lasting, leave a little bit more of a lasting impression on me. That um, will be cool. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I'm just going to try to get through these exotics pretty quick. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. So here's the new exotics that are coming out. The Lorely Splendor Helm for Titans. Uh, mm -hmm. It has the Cauterizing Flame perk that allows for sunspots to heal players when they have Sun Warrior. Um, it perk looks also, so cool. The perk also ensures that a sunspot is created in your location to give you that one last fighting chance with a quick grenade and melee ability recharge and longer supers, plus more damage. Um, it looks dope. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it looks dope. I'm going to be using that quite a bit because it's... Like, the fact that the, the sunspots are going to be, what is it? Yeah, quickened and melee rechargeability and longer supers. Yeah, it's just, it plays more into the sunspots, which I am such a huge fan of. Yeah. So. Do you, yeah. isn't there some kind of perk where solar, I know solar, there's a perk where solar explosions can create warmind cells. But is there one yep. where it's just solar? Oh wait, I wonder if sunspot sunspots probably uh, count as splash damage, right? Solar, yeah, solar splash damage kills. Uh, yeah, that, that's the one you're thinking of. I think it's it's not rage of the warm mind. It's uh, wrath. Uh, it might actually be. Let, let me look it up. I'm playing Destiny right now. I can I can look it up for you. Um, but I wonder I wonder if sunspots can be included in that perk. That would be pretty cool if you could have sunspots creating war mind cells. Anyways. Let me know what the detail is on that, but I'm going to read this. Uh, for Titans, the Horfrost Zed. Oh, it, it is it is Wrath of Rasputin. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
is the stasis exotic, uh, specifically for users with the Glacial Fortification perk. When a player uses stasis, it allows for a Titan's Barricade to become an impressive wall of stasis crystals. It looks um, so cool in the trailer. These crystals, I'm so stoked for it. Yeah. These crystals will slow any target that gets too close while also boosting a player and their fire team's weapon, reload speed, ability, and range. So basically, your barrier just becomes a crystal yeah. wall. Yeah, you get all the benefits of a rally barricade, uh, but it's like a giant ice wall. Yeah. So uh, yeah. For Warlocks, the new second taunt filament armor. Um, oh, these are legs, by the way. The, the, the Titan one in order wants a helm, a chest piece. Now for Warlock, it's a leg arm uh, exotic. With the, the Devouring Rift perk, these shiny walking sticks of power will grant the player Devour when they cast their Empowering Rift allowing for damage from both allies and individual players the ability to disrupt foes, but in style. Um, cool. I'm curious what they mean by in style. I think they just mean because they look dope as fuck. Oh. <laughs> well, that's kind of sad, but also I'm looking forward to seeing what they, what, what, it, what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Osmiomancy Gauntlet for Warlocks um, with the Fervid Cold Snap perk. So this allows cold snap grenades to have an additional charge that will recharge faster when it makes a direct impact. The seeker spawn from cold snap grenades also travels further. Bonus. Um, Hunter Helm. Uh, the Blight Ranger Helm with the Voltaic Mirror perk. Lightning Lovers, here's where your arc powers can truly shine. This perk allows players to redirect with their arc staff to deal an increased amount of damage and orbs of, of power generation for allies. So basically, you just reflect stuff, and it does more damage on the reflect. Yep. Um, Hunter is... cool, I guess. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> it's either going to be... I suspect it's not going to be very good. Well, or I mean... it's going to be like Radiant Dance Machines. No. Sorry, Star Eater Scales, where yeah. it does a shit ton of damage, or, well, okay, a shit ton. It does an equal amount of damage as, Hunter, uh, as Thundercrash, basically. So mm -hmm. it's going to get nerfed into the ground immediately, and no one's going to yeah, use yeah, it because, again. Because hunters aren't allowed to have any fun. <laughs> no, no, no. Nope. Um, we're just not allowed to do damage. <laughs> uh, the Renewal Grasps. Um, this is um, with the Depths of Duskfield perk. This gives Guardians a much larger, larger radius for their Duskfield grenades, while also nerfing incoming damage for allies within the Duskfield range. Any targets blocked within that space will also deal out a reduced amount of damage, so go out there and make these hive, those hive cracks. And they just go over... Dirt into your eyes, Sabathun. Known issues and such, and they remind us... February 21st at 7 p.m. Destiny 2 is brought offline. February 21st 9 uh, blah, 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 blah. February 22nd at 9 a.m. Destiny will be brought back online. Oh, sorry. Um, I meant to mention something on this one. Yeah. On the uh, the renewal grasps. Yeah. Uh, I saw somewhere on Twitter. Oh, for the yes. I, can't remember I know what you're yeah, going to Yeah, about. the Black Armory and the Clovis Bray sigils are on them. Yeah, right next so, to each other. Yeah, they're right next to each other, so I'm not sure what they're trying to get at with that but helga rasmussen was um was the scientist was it helga or was it yuki uh -huh. oh now i'm second guessing my lore here one of the one of the black armor scientists was also working at the clovis brace facility on mars so i don't know if they're trying to bring back some black armory lore or what's going on yeah 
but we haven't seen any Black Armory stuff for a long time now. And the fact that they're showcasing that leads me to believe eh, maybe some maybe some maybe some stuff's happening. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, or maybe <laughs> that's the one mention we'll see of it, and it'll never be brought up again. <laughs> I mean, it it would have to be like in, in the lore card. I I would have to assume. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. Okay. I know I read through that fast, but we still have a ton to get through. But before we move on, in terms of uh, the new exotics or the legendary campaign, is there anything that you guys wanted to mention? Before we dive into the void, ooh, that sounded cool. <laughs> uh, no, that that was it. That that was that was my little tidbit. Was the the black armory um, nod? Yeah. So we'll see. Um, I'll just say again, I'm very excited for legendary campaign. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Okay. So, we ready? Always go into the void. Crack your knuckles. Stretch a little bit. Uh, get, get some water. Maybe a snack. Yeah. Um. Okay. I'm gonna sit up for this one. <laughs> I've been sitting up this entire time. <laughs> so I'm going to kind of start reading halfway through this whole little introduction because some of it's not so uh, important, but I feel <laughs> like there's a couple behind-the-scenes things in here that are interesting and kind of give you an idea of what to expect. Right. Um, so, we're trying to codify each of the damage types so that each element has its own world of gameplay that it's dominant over. Um, oh, did I skip a... Here we go. Uh, when developing the new aspect for Void 3.0, the team worked hard to center them around new actions, or verbs as the team refers to them verbs verbs okay okay uh that define what void should mean going forward for all players it wasn't just like a passive or a perk it should feel like a new thing that they were adding to your toolkit all of the actions feel like they have new performances to them they are reinforcing that core fantasy yes These... so like the protection titan yes these verbs manifest themselves in the forms of new oh. actions for players to use in the heat of battle. New actions. Verbs, like V. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said burbs, as in you hold burb like hemp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. New actions such as the trapper's ambush will find the hunter diving and slamming into the ground, weakening enemies and causing nearby allies to become temporarily invisible. Yeah, they, they, they showcased that in the trailer, I'm pretty yeah. sure, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, they showed it anyway. Well, I saw it in the Vidoc. I don't know about the trailer, but you're probably right. They probably showed it in the trailer as well. Right. Um, Titans will be able to grant barriers to allies, and Warlocks will be able to summon entities from beyond the Void to help turn the tide of battle. More on all these new actions below. Um, the old diamond system was rooted around a melee augment, a super augment, and then two passives. What we've done is essentially added two new sections. Yes, you still get your melee, yes, you get your super, but now you get two new things that either plus up your existing kit or give you something you didn't have before. Hmm. We've taken elements and abilities from the diamonds and promoted them to full-size aspects. Again. Okay. Okay, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> I've already forgotten. Aspects were class-specific, correct? Am I right? I'm saying that uh... right, right? 
I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't remember. <laughs> I we literally just said this and I've already forgotten. Hang on. <laughs> um Oh god. Where is it? I'm pretty sure that's right. I'm gonna assume that's right. Um Okay, where was I? No 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 no. Full size FX. Um the Warlock's Chaos Accelerant ability is a good example, where Warlocks can change their Void Grenades into more powerful versions and throw them. While that's something that exists before, we believe that the performance and the identity of that ability is strong and feels like a unique ability, enough to stand on its own as an aspect. With the 3.0 upgrades, we're trying to take the cool parts of what already exists and then add in new stuff where we feel like those holes need to be filled. Right. Um, Filling holes. As you know. Uh, before we take a deeper look at each class's implementation of Void 3.0, let's align on some terminology. Some Void attacks apply one or more of six debuffs, sorry, six buffs slash debuffs that confer a tactical advantage. So there's suppress, the target is taken out of an active ability when suppressed, mm -hmm. the target cannot activate any abilities or movement modes, combatants are disorientated. Weaken. The target takes increased damage, has slowed movement, and is disorientated. Disoriented. Volatile. The target will explode and avoid detonation upon taking additional damage. If the target dies before volatile has taken enough damage to detonate, the detonation happens anyway. Invisibility. The player vanishes from sight and does not appear on radar. I mean, kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. <laughs> Overshield. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I've, um, I've never played a fantasy game in my life. <laughs> Overshield is also fairly self-explanatory, but I will read this part. Reduces the damage taken from PvE combatants. So I guess you also get a damage reduction as well. I didn't know that. That's handy. Devour. The player is immediately restored to full health upon activating Devour from any source and is granted grenade energy. When the player gets any kill with Devour active, they are restored to full health, granted grenade energy, and their Devour buff timer is extended. Now let's take a class-by-class -class look at how Guardians will benefit from Void 3.0 changes in Destiny 2. Is there anything in there that we have any questions on that we want to clarify so, right away? Uh, just, just a clarification that I want is that these are going to be uh, prevalent across all classes. That's correct? Yes. Because, okay, cool. as I'm fairly certain, aspects were the class-wide right. ones <laughs> and fragments are class-specific. Man, that's bugging me because we literally just read it. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> pretty sure I've just skimmed over three times as well in the swap. Um, hang on. So it's it's cool that they're pulling all these uh all these um oh sorry trait traits that were that were intrinsic to um to classes like like the warlocks devourer for example. Yeah. They're 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 giving that to all of them, yeah. all of us. So, Aspects yeah. are class specific items. Fragments are non class specific perks that are there as additional enhancements to how gameplay feels. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, does that mean like the Titan Overshield and Warlock Devour? Does that mean that you can either uh, class can take it now, or is it still going to be class specific? And the so fragments in, are going to be like, oh, you can get this with fragment now, kind of thing. In three point mm -hmm. hunters can proc over, sorry, proc Overshields and proc Devour. And turn invisible, but they're best at turning invisible. Warlocks okay. can turn invisible and can use volatile and suppress and use volatile mm -hmm. and use overshields, but they're best at using devour and 
the one okay. for Titan. Okay. So all of these are usable by all classes, but each class has one that it's best at. That that's cool. Yeah, yeah I like that. Nice. Um, which we'll probably get into in a second here. Uh, for the Titan, Avoid Enable Titan is the stalwart shield of a fire. Wait, Cole, do you want to read this? I got you. <laughs> Avoid Enable Titan is the stalwart shield of a fire team, whether serving up Ward of Dawn protective bubbles to withstand furious enemy assaults or charging the battlefield. Yeah, hmm. Only sometimes works. Shield in hand, mowing down opponents one shield toss at a time. Previously, the two supers, Ward of Dawn and Sentinel Shield, were tied to one another uh, from a control standpoint, so that Titans had to use a similar input and sit through a chunk of the Sentinel Shield activation animation before the Ward bubble was created. With Void 3.0, the two functions are now separated, which means that the Ward of Dawn is now nearly instantly activated. So I want, I want to be able to see that in... Oh, do they have the, a clip of that right here? Yeah, how quickly is it activated? Oh, that's so fast! <laughs> oh, that is so fast! Okay, that's awesome. That's what yeah. she said. <laughs> Man, that was so um, uncharacteristic, sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, so in addition... Uh, the Ward of Dawn has been moved to the fastest super cooldown tier, making it much more available to the Titan in need. Um, I this like change that. Means, yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, because it, it's they, so... They, yeah, it's, it's a much better react, reactionary defensive tool. Yeah, and it's not like it gives... I know it like, gives you weapons of light, mm -hmm. but it doesn't like go out and get kills for you, like, say, Dawnblade or, you know, some no. other supers. Yeah, Sorry, well, that, that's that's what I'm saying. That it's it's actually much more of a like a defensive super. Um, if a hunter were to jump at you and cast Blade Barrage, the Titan can yeah. now pretty reliably activate Ward of Dawn before any of the enemy supers land and survive as a result. So yeah. that's fucking awesome. I love that. Uh, just as before, the Sentinel Shield would allow Titans to traverse the battlefield, bashing foes with their Void Shield, just just beating the living piss out of enemies with a Void Shield. Um. Throne shields will damage opponents and apply volatile if controlled demolition is equipped, of course, while shield bash kills will grant a full overshield. That's handy. I like that. Uh, the offensive bulwark... Is... I'm just going to look at this real quick here. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. Oh, so that's the that's the, min, the throne mini shield. I see. Yeah. Oh, so you, you, can, you can go and pick it up. I think you have to... Is that what's going on here? Nope. Okay, so it's, it's just a whole thing. Uh, so there are going to be three Titan aspects to choose from with Void 3.0. Controlled Demolition, which is uh, a thing already. Hitting a target with a Void ability or a Volatile Detonation will make them volatile. So that means uh, as soon as you hit them with it, you do damage, they'll explode. Um, and they can transfer that onto other enemies. Uh, Bastion. Casting Barricade uh, Barricade generates Overshield for yourself and nearby allies. Those bunkering behind the shield will regenerate Overshield over time and extend the Overshield's duration. So basically, like, the longer that you stand behind this Bastion, which is, like, literally the, the Void Titan shield, like, the physical one, like, he thumps it down, and it'll create a, sh a, um, a Bastion for you guys. And then Offensive Bulwark. While you have Overshield or are inside the Ward of Dawn, grenades charge significantly faster, and you have increased melee damage. You also gain an additional shield throw for your Sentinel Shield Super. That's very handy. I like that a lot. So that's pretty. That's the Titans, uh, the, like Void three That's the abilities that we'll have. Um, so yeah. All right. Oh. Oz just got timed out in chat for posting a link, but I have no idea how to allow people to post links in chat. <laughs> it's fast as fuck, boy. So we'll get to that later. Oh, um, chat's been going nuts. I have not been paying attention at by all. By the way, 
Uh, OG Mao. Yes. Do you have the um the <laughs> Nightbot hitting him with the hammer of dawn? The, Holy shit! The void. This page up that we're reading through. Do you have that up? I just opened it. Okay, perfect. So I'll get you to go through Warlock when we get to that. Um, sure. But first, hunters. So the hunter prioritizes movement and stealth in the heat of battle. Whether it's enjoying a few moments of tactical recalibration in a tense encounter by briefly vanishing after dodging an attack or setting tactical snares. Will. What? None of <laughs> Or setting snares and traps to disorient and slow their opponents. A fight with the hunter is always a study in agility, surprise, and deadly precision. Well, I got maybe two of those three, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, the hunter's vanishing set. In addition to the Spectral Blade Super, the Shadow Shot variants that hunters are accustomed to, Deadfall, Mobius Quiver... Oh, this does not go over the vanishing set, but we know, we know what that is. Um, yeah. Deadfall and Mobius Quiver will still be found in the Void 3.0 update, though there are some changes to be aware of. For example, Mobius Quiver will fire a volley of three arrows that will now track targets and make them volatile if they are tethered. In addition, the Deadfall, sorry, with Deadfall, the Void anchors that are dropped after Shadow Shots will now pull enemies towards it when, impacts, when it impacts a surface or a target. The Hunter's Snare Bomb melee ability will now weaken opponents. In PvP, players caught in a Snare Bomb will have their HUD removed and an obscuring screen effect screen effect will be applied for a short period of time. Well, that's similar to when you get hit with a uh, like a disruption grenade, right? I assume? Yeah. Um, I thought it did that already. Um, the snare bomb? Well, no. So it so it does disorient you and everything, but it's you can still kind of look around and move around. I think they're actually talking about like that static uh, is going to be coming over your screen. Yeah. I don't know. Um, hunters I'm not a bungee dev. Hunters will have three aspects to select from with Void 3.0. Trapper's Ambush. Player uh -huh. can activate Quick Fall to spend their melee charge and dive to the ground, creating a smoke cloud upon impact. Enemies caught in the cloud are weakened and allies become invisible. In addition, snare bombs, upon attaching to surfaces or enemies, cause nearby allies to become invisible. Mm, that's handy. Vanishing Step. Dodging makes the hunter invisible. Stylish, stylish Executioner. Defeating a void debuffed target, aka weakened, suppressed, or volatile, grants invisibility and true sight. While invisible and after stylish execution, your next melee attack weakens enemies. Um, I mean, this all sounds fine. Honestly, the Titan and the Warlock, I feel, are the ones that are getting like, the best changes. This kind of just sounds like I'm going to be able to do stuff that I can already do, but I just have to do it in a different way. Like, <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. <laughs> like, um, Trapper's Ambush um, is nice because um, I guess now I'm going to have three ways to turn myself invisible. I'll Which have is kind of handy. I'll have my like... two snare bombs, and then I have my, my budget shatter dive, basically. Where? Yeah, <laughs> well, because I don't think there's really any argument that currently the abilities from the Night Stalker class are useless. It's no. just the super itself is just dog tier garbage. Yeah, dog shit true. tier garbage. So, yeah, um, I I think it's just that they're modifying how you can do stuff that's already good. Yeah. Maybe? So one one nice thing about the the one thing one nice change that they've done to this one that I'm looking forward to is the um the weakening enemies caught in the cloud. 
Oh yeah. So I can like, I can, um, quick fall into like a boss, weaken him. I'm now invisible, so I can get away from the boss without getting stomped. Unless, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> unless the experience still continues of enemies track you for about two seconds after you turn invisible. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, dodging makes the hunter invisible. Mm-hmm. I already do that. Stylish executioner. That's a bit different. I haven't. Stylish executioner is already like a an ability in the game or whatever. I don't remember exactly how it works. I think it's something like it's on the middle tree. I think oh, it's that yeah. if you weaken an enemy with your your smoke and then kill them, it does something. <laughs> something like yeah, it's it's either that or it's like if you get a headshot, you get you become invisible. I genuinely can't remember. Oh. Oh, maybe that. You might be right. That, I'm, I might works? be wrong about that. Um, hmm. That'd be a first. But uh, uh, it it has. I'm pretty sure it has something to do with your melee weakening enemies, which is what this does as well. I feel like this might actually be almost exactly the same as it is original as as it is right now. It's just that it gives you true sight. I don't know. I never played Middle Tree, so I'm not an expert on that one. Um, but next up, Oz have... clipped the. It's so fast. <laughs> God damn it! Uh, Warlock, OG Mao. Sure, I'll I'll read this over. I have not read it yet, so this could be just. <laughs> um, the infinite mysteries of the universe are the playgrounds of warlocks. When they aren't nose deep in a in the in an ancient text, warlocks are floating across the battlefield healing allies and creating havoc among their foes Boy, uh, nerds fine tunes these powers and the warlock's new aspects will among other new abilities summon a brand new type of support from the yawning void of space time well that just sounds cool <laughs> yeah um, right the nova warp <laughs> so, super... i'm gonna use that in a campaign yeah uh the nova warp super lets warlocks temporarily teleport one spot the next and players can choose to let loose with a deadly void eruption. With the Vortex uh, vortex Super Enhancement, uh, player's Nova Bomb will now draw enemies into the singularity it creates, damaging them once inside. Casting a Nova Bomb with the Cataclysm Enhancement, it will cause it to travel across the battlefield and seek out enemies. Detonations will shatter into smaller, weaker, weaker smaller Seeker projectiles shooting the Nova Bomb will cause it to detonate early. That all sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, though the teleportation one already sounds like you can do that. Just blinking, though. <laughs> you just thing... blink really hard. One thing I'll do. Oh, God! <laughs> uh, the Warlock Melee Pocket Singularity fires an unstable ball of void energy that detonates when it nears enemies, pushing them away from the blast and making them volatile according to the destiny designer mike Humble, hey mike uh he expects the melee to find particular uh will find particular use in the crucible we do a lot of pvp testing and someone yep. who's trying to shotgun rush you off the map with pocket singularity is always a good time that is true <laughs> i find uh, i find the warlock melee is not that great for a lot of the warlock melees aren't that great for uh, uh, aren't great for like PvP stuff just because it's just like, ha! Oh, you're you that just lit you on fire. You're still fine. Yeah, exactly. Because th- there's not like a lot of like knockback from it. I guess you could say. 
No. I mean, not, well, the thing is, I don't really have a whole lot of experience playing a warlock. So. Yeah, it, it's definitely different from playing the uh, the Titan I, I just started. And oh, there's yeah. like a ton of knockback abilities, like just uh, got the behemoth fit, like the behemoth subclasses. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh my, I just knocked, I just knocked a Cabal <laughs> like, sergeant off the map. That, that, why, why can't I do this as the warlock? Right. Oh my god, that's so satisfying to do in PvP as well. When you when you just yeah, and just just like Hulk smash somebody just yeah. off the map. Oh, it's so great because it, it doesn't kill them on the hit. <laughs> uh, the warlocks, uh, the warlocks child of the old gods. As titans and hunters, warlocks will have three aspects to wield in Void 3.0. Uh, Chaos Accelerant, hold down the grenade button to overcharge your Vortex, Axion Bolt, Scatter, or Magnetic Grenades. Magnetic Grenades, uh, Overcharge, and to Handheld Supernova. Oh my god, Handheld Supernova catches me off guard in PvP sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just like, the, they'll like pre-fire a Handheld Supernova around a corner and then just, bam, just hit me in the face with it. It's like, ah, thanks. Great. Yeah. I'll try and figure out how to use it effectively. <laughs> Uh, feed the void. Defeat an enemy. Defeat an enemy with a void ability to activate devour. That's kind of already a thing. Yeah. Except it was just a melee ability before. Uh, and child of the old gods, cast your rift to summon a void soul. When you damage an enemy with your weapon, your void soul will launch itself towards them and detonate nearby, attaching draining tendrils which deal damage and weaken the target. When your void soul deals damage. It restores either melee or grenade energy if running a healing rift, or health if running an empowering rift back to you, defeating wow. the enemy. Wow, that's actually pretty cool. Drain grants rift energy. Oh, that's that's awesome because yeah, I mean I've never ran empowering rift. I did like for the first couple times running through as the warlock, and then just stopped because it's like I'm getting shot when I'm using this. I'm gonna yeah. kill myself. <laughs> Like the healing rift just like really, really overshadows the empowering rift right now. Oh yeah. Um, what's what's cool about the child of the old gods though? It seems like it's almost a, like a mini nova bomb. That's what I'm getting from this. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, it's it sounds I, fantastic. I think mm -hmm. the thing I really, really like about void is not so much for titans, unfortunately, but that's okay because they already have like a role. But with um between hunter and warlock. Like, there's a lot of different ways to pull a bunch of enemies in together and then, like, start to stack things on top of that. Like, for yeah. example, like, you can either use a Hunter Tether, which pulls enemies in, or use the Warlock um, Supernova, or Nova Bomb, sorry, um, that drakes enemies inside. And then, like, the Warlock can then drop their Rift, which gives them the Void Soul, send it over to the say tethered enemies that have all been pulled together and now that void soul is sending out um the tendrils to all these clumped up enemies and regaining right. whatever the fuck you, you you're running so it seems like being able to like synergize they, they it seems like they want to be able to synergize the classes even more so than we already can yeah i i really feel like that's the case and i i suspect we'll see more of that going forward with with super or with like a uh, solar and arc like they're going to be mm -hmm. able to now capitalize on top of these enemies getting pulled in together yeah. in certain ways yeah 
Like, so basically, not... what, what what Bungie is saying is, if you don't have friends, uh, yeah. go die in a hole. Yeah. <laughs> make friends. Talk to people. I don't want to. Well, you're fucked. Or just make sure <laughs> well, you, you get. Um, can't do it again. Or or just make sure you get Galahorn. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> just get Galahorn. That's the only way to do it now. Galahorn's uh, really the only friend we need. So really quick, cool, there's just a little bit left to complement yeah. the class specific aspects. Void 3.0 will also introduce. A number of new fragments which offer new perks to build upon as well as added bonuses or penalties to your guardian's intrinsic stats. Here's a look at a few of the new fragments to come. This is just a few as well. Echo of Expulsion. Void ability kills cause enemies to explode intellect bonus. Echo of Precision. In intellect? Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Damaging enemies with grenades grants melee energy strength penalty. Echo of Domineering. After suppressing a target, gain greatly increased mobility for a short duration, and your equipped weapon is reloaded from reserves. Discipline bonus. Echo of Undermining. Void grenades weaken enemies. Discipline penalty. Another significant change for 3.0 is that all subclasses will have access to all void grenade types in the game. For example, oh. as a hunter, you'll be able to run with suppressor or magnetic grenades, so to choose between just void spike, void wall, or vortex. In addition, some grenades will see upgrades. For example, the lingering field created by vortex grenades will now suck en enemies into it, which it used mm, to actually. A lot, a lot of sucking happening with yeah. the 3.0. Yeah. Um, players who have played Destiny before the Witch Queen expansion will have access to all Void 3.0 aspects and most fragments with the launch of the Witch Queen on February 22nd. Thank God, I hated. Well, I didn't. Not the first time running through. Well, no, kind of still the first time running through the whole Beyond Light. Getting oh, your spaces, yeah. aspects, and fragments. That was just like, oh god, let me just play the game. That was that was the grind. Yeah, you introduced like, all these cool things to make the game fun. Fuck you, you can't use I, them. Yeah, need <laughs> to work for them now. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Um, I, I was actually curious if they were going to have like Ikora being like, hey, look what we figured out. Yeah. Um. Run team... 10 quests for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, I know. The team behind Void 3.0 is focused on giving Guardians the chance to fulfill the fantasy of their chosen class by giving them ample opportunity to do what their class does best. As Dunn puts it, we've built out multiple ways for the player to access and key off their core verbs. For example, the Titan has several ways to earn and extend overshield in a fight. Use the Bastion aspect to create a barricade to grant overshield to you and your allies. The Shield Throw melee can grant overshield, as does the Void Shoulder Charge. With Overshield, the Titan also gets increased grenade recharge and melee damage. As a result of these new build craft options, players can double and even triple dip into these verbs, like Overshield for Titans or Invisibility for Hunters. It means you can do the things... Huh? Yeah. Uh, it means you can do the things that your class is supposed to do all the time. Oh, that's 3.0 arrives six months later to the launch of Witch Queen. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Arrives one week later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there will be a bunch of patches and uh, no mods, not mods, but, you know, changes that'll be happening at some point. So Yeah, this little is, tweaks this is... here and there. Yeah, li li little tweaks. <sighs> that was, boys, that was a wordy one. <laughs> yeah. I don't um... really have any lore to talk about. Like, I'm just, I'm just kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> a lot. What's a lot your... of cool stuff. Do you guys have like any takeaway you want to summarize about Void 3.0? Uh, 
I'll I'll start. I'm excited, I guess. Yeah. I I think I'm more excited for we'll see how it goes. I'm more excited for Titans and Warlocks. Uh than I am for Hunters. Until I get my hands on it and then we'll see for sure. But like like I said, right now it mostly just seems like I'm gonna have just more ways to make myself invisible, which is kind of not necessary because I can make myself invisible all the time right now with the build that I have. That being said, I suspect maybe what'll happen is because I'm like, oh, I can maintain my invisibility so much now, I can start to build into, and this is part of the, the beauty of Void 3.0 and giving class all classes access to like invisibility, devour, depression etc etc because now yep. like i can be invisible all the time so rather than build into that um i can start to dabble in the other two i can add in weakening and suppression and devour into my build and still mm -hmm. maintain my invisibility all the time it's like you don't have to focus on just one thing anymore yeah yeah it's like the the amount i mean way way back when they uh originally said that they were going to be um like working on void uh, void and they wanted more um, what's the word I'm looking for? Variability with it. I didn't expect it to be this good. Like I didn't expect there to be this much variety in all of it. Yeah. So. Were you I'm expecting also... like sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, were you expecting something more like oh you get an additional melee kind of thing or sort of like it's they said that there were well people were speculating that it was going to be very in line with like how the uh the class system in D Destiny 1 worked and this seems as though it's it's kind of its own thing like yeah it's it's just there's a broader scope with what you can do and they're offering up like it's how how what's what's a good analogy for this like it's like you've got a share platter of everything on the menu instead of having to choose a single entree per person <laughs> If that makes sense. That makes that, sense that's, to me. That's the that's the impression that I'm getting right now. Anyway, I like that actually. You get to have you get to have a lot going on all at once. So I'm stoked for it, man. I like I want to be able to be, to the the Ward of Dawn faster activation is so good. I'm so looking forward to that. that is cool. And yeah. Hi. Okay, really quick. And I maybe I'll maybe I'll actually maybe I'll actually run a Void Hunter more than a Solar Hunter now. So we'll yeah. see. I'm gonna say something. One more thing. Quickly, yep. I'm also very excited for the changes to um, Moby's quiver. Yeah, the firing out three at once. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, that'll be really nice. Instead of just like the multiples while you're slowly floating off the map. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also on the DCP, um, I should have taken notes on that podcast because it, it had a lot of really good insights that aren't mentioned in here. Mm -hmm. One of the things they said is like, we know that sucks. That's we're changing that. So it sounds like maybe now when you start firing it, you'll just be static instead of like floating off behind a pillar, so you can't actually shoot at the boss anymore. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to that. I yeah. feel like we could talk longer about this, but oh, reading about please. all this makes me really want to go play Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I mean, I've got a little bit of time. Uh, well, I've got a decent amount of time actually. You guys want to go uh, get our asses handed to us in Trials? Either that or I. I kind of really want to try running like some high level nightfalls or something. Oh, I'd be down for that. Yeah. Do we want yeah. to do that? Sure. Yeah. We. Uh. <laughs> uh. What was I gonna say? Um. 
yeah if, if you guys want lore uh go go read it yourselves at this point because <laughs> um just read anything to do with uh, the witch queen savathun because you're going to need it um if you want to see how things are going to be changing uh I would suggest reading the, uh, ooh, what's it called? What lore book is that? Because there was a fantastic lore book that dealt with the uh, Inquisition of the Damned. That was it. Wow, do I really only have 13 out of 20 pages of that? Focus. Um, Inquisition of the Damned shows how Crota's brood uh, tried to modify the sword logic, but they failed. And um, partially... Par part of their failure was that Savathun was behind a lot of it, influencing um, Crota's grandchildren, I think they were? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, it was Navoda's children. So, it shows that the sword, that the sword logic is, a, a, like, a little bit outdated and flawed, and this is, like, one of the main reasons that Savathun is getting rid of her worm, is that so she can change and be better than what the sword logic has to offer. So... Because yeah. while like while she if she follows the sword logic then she's very um, kowtowed to what the worm wants. Uh, but while while she uh, um, if she abandons the sword logic then she can do her own thing. Basically, it's like you're not my you're not the boss of me anymore. I'm gonna go do my own thing. So um, yeah, go read Inquisition of the Damned because it gives some really brilliant insight into what the hive hierarchical structures are like. So. That's I all really, I got for you. I really like... I don't know why, but I like that touch of, like... People... People... I I guess... I don't know. Whoever the fuck is, like, kind of realizing <laughs> the flaws of the of the sword logic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of, like, a neat little... Real-life yeah, kind of thing that you would... Like, you would see, like... <laughs> oh, excuse me. You know, like... Oh, this system doesn't work. <laughs> But now our, our entire, like, economy is built around it. Oh, yeah. yeah, exactly. So we have to, like, kind of just find our way through it kind of situation. I don't know. It's like, it's like we got to break a few eggs to make some omelets. And one yeah. of those eggs was uh, Nocris. I still don't think Nocris is dead, even though we killed him in the Ascendant Plane. Uh -huh. I don't think Nocris is gone. You think... Uh, is part of the reason you think that is because Savathun is using his knowledge to create the ghosts that's what i'm part partially that's what i'm thinking as well but also because nocris was the necromancer of the hive like that's the reason he was excommunicated uh he was uh oryx's not oryx uh, he was crota's brother but oryx said nah son you're a heretic fuck yeah. off <laughs> so nocris nocris actually was the one who issued the sword logic way before anybody else and he found his own way to survive does nocris have a worm probably not right Probably. Fuck, that's a good question. Ooh, ooh. Let me. Let me, I don't know. Let me look this up. Okay. Well, I think this is something that maybe we come back to next week because that might take a bit of deep diving. <laughs> that might. Yeah. So let's uh let's let's talk about Nocris next time we come back here. Yeah, I, I would love that a little bit. Yeah. Okay, Oji Mao. Thank you so much for joining. Oh, thanks for having me on. This, um, was, this was fun. Yeah, it's great to have you on for the first time, and certainly not the last time. Absolutely, yeah, no, yeah. That this is fun. Yeah, you're always welcome. Anytime you have uh, a bit of a bit of spare time in your life, we'd love to have you on the podcast. Also, I know we're not super organized in terms of scheduling, so I understand why we are not. Difficult. No, we're bad. <laughs>
<laughs> we are not good. <laughs> no, it's usually the day before, and we're like, uh, what time can anybody be on? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't don't peel back the veil and show them what's behind the curtain. No, no, <laughs> we're, we're professional here. Am I fooling anyone no. out there at all? Cool. No. Where can people find you? Ah, uh, at Twitch and <clears throat> Twitch and Twitter at ADP Colossus. Um, I might be switching up my my name a little bit, maybe in a bit. I'm not sure. Uh -huh. Um, but we'll see. Uh, yeah, that that's about it though. Um, I haven't really been streaming a lot lately, just because haven't really had the time, made the time, have been interested in streaming, just been kind of doing my own thing. But yeah. yeah uh ojimao if like where can people find you what do you what do you <laughs> if you want people to find you that is... i'm not really I, I i'm not really on the social medias yeah yeah i mean i am i just don't post anything so there's no really real reason to follow me <laughs> same can can i tell can i tell people to follow you in real life like... <laughs> if you can find me <laughs> true <laughs> i'm the where's waldo of people i'm, He's I'm normally in the same place <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you so much for everybody listening. Uh, feel free to go check out another Destiny podcast on Twitter, Twitch, Spotify, iTunes. I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's podcast about it. Yeah. Destiny on Twitter. Yeah. All right. Come, come talk to us about anything. Yeah. We are, and uh, if, oh yeah, if, if, okay, so if you are listening to the podcast at all, uh, uh, you can actually um, oh, give yeah. us a rating. Yeah. Like you can rate us on Spotify now, which is kind of cool. And um, I guess you could rate us on iTunes as well. Give us whatever you think is fair because uh, I ain't going to sit here and beg for five stars. That's some. I, nah. I gave us four out of five. Yeah. That seems about fair, honestly. <laughs> I know, I know a friend of ours who who, who was gonna give us four out of she, she was gonna give us five out of five stars, but then it, it was a, a, a few episodes ago when you said if you give us five stars, fuck you, and she went well, okay, four stars it is. <laughs> Excellent. I know this Shut is blast specifically shooting ourselves in the foot, but oh, I don't care, man. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I give a shit. Yeah, okay. I'd rather people be honest, honestly. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank oh, you for dolls, listening. Uh, Oh, well, no, never mind. You already I'm answered the you already yeah. answered this question. Yeah, okay. Uh okay. Well, bye. Jesus. <laughs> that was fast. <laughs> <laughs>